You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. From the Dexcom G6 Studios, always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Be sure to visit dexcom.com. You're tuned into tomorrow during our 26th year. On the air here on radio, the original social media, though you may be hearing us on the podcast or stream or through your friend's headphones, whatever the case, glad that you've tuned into tomorrow. As the announcer dude said, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Are you sure? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. You know, we say we're born on the radio, but raised by technology, and that's true. Most importantly, however... The main truth is we want to hear from you in our audience. Questions, comments, concerns, help for another listener, whatever the case as it relates to consumer tech, let us hear from you. Chris is about to tell you how easy it is to participate, and not just because you have the ability to win prizes. Because when your call is heard on the air, bingo, bango, bam, you're automatically a winner. And you're going to want to stay tuned to our uh, next segment coming up because we're going to tell you some of the stuff you can win as part of our big Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer giveaway. Wait, 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 wait. We, d- we do that in our next segment? Our very next segment. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to have to start taking another gander at the boxes of stuff in the hallway mm-hmm. to make sure we get the word out. But there's plenty of things to share with you, and we want to do just that. So how does one participate? It's easy. You could use the free Into Tomorrow app. There's a little uh, button on there that says Message to Studio, and it'll allow you to record a message with your wonderful voice using your wonderful microphone on our wonderful app on your wonderful phone. Whew. And we'll send you a wonderful prize. Oh, my gosh. That's a, that's, I'm overdosing on wonderful. <laughs> or you could use uh, our Ask Dave hotline if you'd uh, like to make phone calls on the phone, which they still do that sometimes. And it's still a hotline. Yeah. Okay. It's very hot. Uh, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or you could stop by intotomorrow.com and you'll see a little red microphone, a little box that says Ask Dave. Remember the K. Yes. You thank know. you. <laughs> and you can, uh, and it works similar to the app where you can just record a message right there using your browser and your device's microphone. So you can do that on anything that has a browser. And a microphone. And a microphone. That's helpful. Yes. Otherwise, we won't hear much. Right. There'll be, well, we got 10 seconds of silence from so-and-so in such-and-such a place. Yes. That wouldn't be as effective. Right. You have to hear you on the air. So, Which would mean your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop computer, anything with a browser and a microphone. Yes. Hit that red mic at intotomorrow.com. And then, what's so important about a subsequent email? Well, to check your email, and more importantly than that, to check your spam filter in your email. Yeah. Because for some goofy reason, it seems like some emails from us being at graveline.com have ended up in some people's spam folders. And they say, oh, my gosh, I just found you in my spam filter. Well, get us out of there. I hate being in a spam filter. Help. So 
mark us as not spam. Although I do like a you know a piece of fried spam on toast with some. Well, you would because you and, like bologna. Yeah, I think you're full of it. But but the only good spam comes in a can. Okay. But not in your email. So make sure we're not in your spam filter. Some tech news and commentary. Robert in Miami, among others, standing by to join us on the air. On July 20th, when Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin spacecraft reached suborbital flight, he momentarily forfeited his title of richest person on the planet because he was no longer on the planet. Well, he was because he wasn't really in space. Well, he was on what they consider the edge of space. He just passed it. Yeah. But now the multi-billionaire is once again without the title. But this time it's because his net worth actually tumbled in one day by $13.9 billion. You know, I wish I could tumble <laughs> by $1 billion. I'd be happy. Yeah. Because that means I got more than that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Bezos's net worth fell because Amazon's stock price took a hit last week, sliding 7% after the company reported less than anticipated second quarter growth. Uh, Bezos made history in 2020 as the first person ever to be worth $200 billion. Yikes. And now there's a bunch. Yeah. Like everybody that's gone to space. Well, not everybody, but the people who build their own rockets and go. Yeah. So, but he's, he is now, as of as of this airing, the second richest person in the world. Oh darn! To uh, and it's and it's not uh, Elon Musk who we would have thought. It's French tycoon Bernard Arnault, who is the uh, the head of the uh, L- LVMH Group, which subsidiaries include Louis Vuitton, Sephora, Moet and Chandon, and Tiffany and Company. Oh. His net worth is set at one hundred ninety five point eight billion dollars, while Bezos is only worth a measly one hundred ninety two point six billion. Well, he better catch up. I yeah. suggest he get a part time job. Yeah, and add to his wealth. Maybe he can be a cashier in the cashierless Amazon stores. That'd be good. <laughs> good luck with that, Jeff Bezos. We told you last week how Facebook reported strong results in the second quarter. But it was helped by Apple not rolling out iOS 14.5 and its more stringent privacy permissions until April 26th. Well, Chief Financial Officer David Wenner acknowledged the company is bracing for what he calls the headwinds to come. Facebook's profit doubled from a year earlier to $10.39 billion, or $3.61 a share, soundly beating analysts' expectations. Revenue rose 56% to $29.8 billion. So don't feel sorry for Facebook. (laughs) I never do. (laughs) Like I would anyway. But their revenue did rise. But thanks to Apple... It didn't hit them as hard as they thought it would have. Russia's space agency blamed a, quote, short-term software failure for the recent engine mishap with its new science module. The module's thrusters unexpectedly fired hours after docking, shifting the International Space Station off of its normal position. Which was bad enough, but then they were out of contact as a result. Can you imagine the people freaking out on the ground? Yeah. What happened up there? Yeah, the software glitch caused the, I think it's a Nauka or Nauka, however, I don't know how you say yeah, it. some it's Russian a, name. But the module, to think that it was supposed to back away from the station. So the space station was shoved 45 degrees off track once the thrusters started firing. Oops. NASA said it lost control of the station's positioning minutes later, but it was eventually repositioned back to normal after thrusters from another Russian module counteracted the errant firings. I've had people say, I wonder if that was on purpose, just... So Russia can show that they can do any number of things. I don't think so. Just my opinion, of course. But it's sure got to be embarrassing for Russia Uh and their space program to be saying they did that to this international space station. My gosh. And, you know, there's a billion safeguards 
to not let stuff like that happen, but it did. Apparently, they need a billion and one. Yeah, must be. (laughs) Now, if you're a Spotify fan, are you? No. Uh, But if you are, you're not alone. Spotify's user base grew to 165 million paid subscribers and 210 million free users during the second quarter of this year, with total monthly active users now hitting the 365 million mark. That's a lot of folks using Spotify. And if you're happy with it, hey, good for you. Yeah, and apparently a lot of folks getting uh, Rickrolled these days. The official video for Rick Astley's 1987 hit, Never Gonna Give You Up, has surpassed one billion plays on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is it because you think they're people sending it to a significant other? That's what they say. The song became a lasting part of internet culture thanks to the Rickroll meme and reached the impressive milestone uh, just a few days ago. Um, Astley took to the video's comments to share his gratitude, saying, quote, amazing, crazy, wonderful. In a video posted to Instagram, he added that the world is a wonderful and beautiful place and he's very lucky. (laughs) (laughs) This is an old song. Yeah. And suddenly has a major resurgence, yeah, of just, course, because the younger folk haven't heard it anyway. Yeah, it just goes to show the power of the Internet. Yeah. The power of the meme. <laughs> never going to give you up. Hopefully everyone says that about Into Tomorrow. Right. Right? Because we're never going to let you down. That's also <laughs> true. Oh, my gosh. That'll be a song. Yeah. <laughs> Keurig Dr. Pepper. I know that sounds like a strange combination for a company name, but that's what it's called. They're striving for a barista-level cup of coffee through its debut of Brew ID technology, combined with its multi-stream feature in the K-Supreme Plus Smart Brewer. Long name for a coffee maker. It's set to release in the fall, now, which also is Keurig's first Wi-Fi-connected coffee maker. Brew ID recognizes more than 900 coffee pods. I didn't know there were that many. And adjusts the settings to achieve that specific brand and roasts ideal temperature and strength, while the Wi-Fi connection allows for app-based programming of your K-Supreme Plus Smart Brewer Brew ID machine. Easy for you to say. I know. And I still don't drink coffee. (laughs) Go figure. But I always thought Keurig Dr. Pepper, because, of course, I guess they bought Dr. Pepper. Keurig did. But it just seems strange. Coffee Company and Dr. Pepper. And I like Dr. Pepper. No more woke Coke for me, thank you. But Dr. Pepper for the win. And if I was a coffee drinker, it would probably be Keurig, I guess. Mm -hmm. As we've reported here on Into Tomorrow, Google's YouTube saw ad revenue jump last quarter, passing $7 billion from $3.8 billion a year ago. Again, another big company that you don't have to feel sorry for. The video giant's parent, Alphabet, of course, also owning Google, says they are committed to YouTube TV. And they are investing heavily with TV providers and cable box manufacturers on that very concern. Google has a major interest in televisions becoming computing devices over time, according to their CEO. Computing boxes over time. Sounds like a retro web TV sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know my mother, God rest her soul, was always with her webby. Yeah. Her web TV. Yeah. I remember, you know, and also God love her soul, you know, when uh, when she passed and we're going through, you know, and packing all her things, we found boxes and boxes and boxes because she printed out every single email she had yeah. ever received. And, you know, I thought she was only printing recipes because she loved to cook and bake and all that or, or printing occasional jokes that somebody would send so she could recite it. No, she printed every email. 
I mean, first of all, if I did that, I would go through cases of paper a day. So we can't do that with all the press releases and stuff we get all the time. But poor mom. She found some reason to print every single email. Holy moly. Robert in Miami, Florida. Oh, perhaps a neighbor. I don't know. Well, Miami is a big city. But hey, Robert, welcome into tomorrow. Hello, Dave. Thank you for sending me a free gift, a Bluetooth speaker. I love it. I'm charging it up right now. It looks a lot better than the little one I have. (laughs) So I really appreciate it. It's an upgrade. I was wondering if you could suggest some good, dependable laptop brands. I plan to uh, upgrade my three-year-old laptop pretty soon. I'd appreciate your suggestions. Thank you. Well, thank you, Robert, and you're more than welcome. Obviously, he participated recently and won a prize, mm-hmm. uh, so this call probably won't get him a prize because he won something already. Yeah, you got to share. Recently, yeah, we <laughs> share and share alike, right? Uh, but we can certainly help you with your question. Uh, the most recent study we found puts the top five laptop brands ranked for reliability as follows. Asus, Dell, HP, MSI, and Lenovo. First of all, yours is only three years old. I hear people in my head and our audience going, my gosh, mine's eight years old, and I wish I could replace it. But those lists, of course, also change all the time. So you're better off taking them with a grain of salt. Different manufacturers adhere to different standards of quality. So they may be steady winners in terms of reliability, but really the best predictor of how long a laptop's going to last is how much you pay for it. All brands pretty much build a range of models, and typically the most expensive ones, again, typically last a lot longer than the cheaper ones would. Yeah, the dependability you're after will also depend on the intended use you have in mind for your laptop. If this is a laptop that will sit at a desk and virtually never move, then any regular laptop will do. If you're planning to take it on the road a lot or use it around little kids who may be more prone to spilling things on it, or me, um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) or use it around dusty environments like construction sites or even environments prone to a lot of vibration, then you may be better off with a rugged laptop like a Panasonic Toughbook. Now, the reason we mentioned something like a Toughbook is because three years isn't a very long time. So if your laptop wasn't very cheap and likely built by the manufacturer to be disposable, then you may benefit from something more rugged. Yeah, so think about that. We use one of the Panasonic... Well, the latest Panasonic Toughbook uh, laptop and tablet here in our studios every day. And when we get back to regular travel again, we travel with them as we have for many years. So we certainly can recommend those. But, Robert, let us know. Hopefully our input was helpful to you, providing some additional insight. And let us know what you end up with and why, because it will help other listeners all the way into tomorrow.com. take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills just pour them in and hero does the rest so easy to use and saves me so much time i never miss a dose i'm never late for a dose anymore and that is so critical to me 
What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use and I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget did I take that pill or not because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Welcome back into tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, August 6th. 2021. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, you'll soon discover the options can be a bit overwhelming. Blueberry makes it easy. Visit blubrry.com. Oh my gosh! It's time for the cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. Oh, yeah, what he said, basically. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway is well underway. Man, do we have a whole bunch of cool things for you during this hot summer. And all you need to do is be heard on the air. No promises, no guarantees, but mention two or three or four of the items that we're either about to share with you or that you can see from the post at intotomorrow.com. And we'll do our darndest to get one or two of those items to you. We've got from Audio-Technica, the QuietPoint wireless active noise-canceling in-ear headphones valued at 200 bucks. We've also got from WeBoost, their drive-sleek single-user vehicle cell phone signal boosters. They sent us a few of them to share with you. And if you happen to be an Android like me, you want to get this from TypeWise. Type they sent us promo codes for lifetime subscriptions to their very popular TypeWise custom keyboard for any Android device. We'll be delighted to make sure you get one of From Vox Electronics, we've got a 10.1-inch high-res in-vehicle smart TV overhead monitor system valued at $700. Lots of requests for that. uh, From Car Keys Express, if you uh, have been known to lose your car keys, well, they sent key and replacement kits for many popular vehicles. Catalyst sent us a bunch, as they always do, cases. Total Protection Series rugged cases for various iPhone 12 models. Vibe Series rugged cases for various iPhone 12 models as well. And Impact Protection Apple Watch cases as well. From LFO, we've got Eclip Baby Car Seat Alarm. Peace of mind for busy parents and to help save your child. They also sent us several of their e-therm infrared ear and forehead thermometers. From Tivic Health, along those health lines, we've got the Clear Up Microcurrent device to relieve congestion from colds, flus, and allergies. They sent those with carrying cases. And every time Cameron comes over, he uses mine. He says, it really works. So you might end up with one of those, too, if you mention it. And if you'd like that, participate thusly. Call 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Use the free Into Tomorrow app. Or stop by intotomorrow.com and click the Ask Dave microphone. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. history. Here's Chris. This week in 1858, the transatlantic cable was finished, and Britain's Queen Victoria sent a telegram to U.S. President Buchanan congratulating the president on an undertaking that she hoped would serve as an additional bond of union between uh-huh. the U.S. 
the United States and England. The messages were hard to decipher, and Queen Victoria's message of 98 words took 16 hours to send across the Atlantic. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> In 1876, Thomas Edison patented the mimeograph machine. He described it as a method of preparing autographic stencils for printing. Many of us remember the mimeograph copies from school, those nice-smelling papers with the purple ink on them. I think I can smell a mimeograph now. Yes. And old Tom was a busy man because just one year later, in 1877, he finished figuring out his first phonograph. Edison handed the model of his invention to John Crusey with instructions on how to build it. Crusey bet the inventor $2 and said there was no way that the machine would ever work. Less than 30 hours later, they had a machine that worked on the first try. And this week in 1981, IBM introduced the personal computer with their 5150 model. The IBM PC ran on the Intel 8088 microprocessor, had 16 kilobytes of memory, no built-in clock or video capability. It was available, however, with an optional color monitor. Prices started at around $1,500. Yikes. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the global innovation show since 1924 for consumer tech and home appliances, and by IFA Next, the launchpad for innovations. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. And you can get more info and watch Chris's video of This Week in Tech History at intotomorrow.com. This is the sound of managing your type 1 diabetes using finger sticks. Ow! This is the sound of managing your diabetes with the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Learn more at Dexcom.com. Finger sticks required for diabetes treatment decisions if symptoms or expectations do not match readings. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline, our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech. All sorts of cool stuff, of course, gadgets, gizmos, products and services, whatever is available today and into tomorrow. Aren't we clever? Just uh, thus the name of the show. We want you to participate, too, not just because we're in the middle of our annual huge cool into tomorrow hot summer giveaway where many of the guests of our program and sponsors and other friends of the show send us a great amount of cool things to share with you during this summer giveaway especially so check it out at intotomorrow.com there's a post right up at the top there where it lists all the goodies we have available when you call in and participate you win it's that easy. And we ask you with no promises or guarantees to tell us three or four of the items that are on that current list of the current post of what you might like. We'll do our best to try to get one or more of those items to you. Either way, participate on the show. It's very important. Our next guest is with a pioneer in smart lighting and electrical control and is launching a new line of Nokia smart lighting products. He is the chairman and CEO of Smart Labs, Rob Lilliness. Rob, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Great. Thanks very much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Where are you joining us from? 
The beautiful Seattle, Washington. Ah, very fine. So almost uh, the uh, diagonal opposite uh, from where we are in Miami. So the other end of the country in every sense of the word. So uh, glad to have you with us. And thanks for spending a couple of minutes with us. Tell me first a little bit about Smart Labs, since you're the chairman and CEO of that company. And then let's get into the new stuff to talk about. Yes, Smart Labs was really one of the first uh, producers of smart lighting and electrical control. And so we're a pioneer in the space. And because of that, we have developed um, over 50 patents in smart lighting and electrical control nice. to deliver the most robust uh, performant um, product on the market today. Well, then, and that sounds obviously like a good lead-in to, <laughs> to what the, the new Nokia uh, smart lighting products are. So, first of all, what makes lighting smart? Well, so, uh, lighting's evolved. Like, there's multiple categories. If you look at smart home, we have smart locks, smart thermostats. And the market has shifted from dumb or standard products to smart products. One major category that has yet to shift is lighting because it's been incredibly complex and incredibly expensive. So there are smart lighting. You can have smart lighting products today, but a smart light switch could cost you $200 or $250. So it's very expensive, and we solve that problem. Good. So the, I was going to say that becomes the issue. We, we talk a lot. In fact, we give away a lot of Wi-Fi light bulbs and things of that nature that people say, oh, that now I'm finally becoming a, a bit of a smart home with some of these things. But you're right. When we've talked about switches, they've generally been way too expensive. And people say, well, what's the point? Let me just put a, a smart bulb in if I can use one of those in, in whatever room I'm dealing with. Uh, so how was it that you were able to get the cost of switches to be more affordable then? Well, we what we have done is really focus on mass market uh, consumer components that go into our light switches. Mm-hmm. So that way we we it's in, in a way it's like Henry Ford. You can have any color of car you want as long as it's black. <laughs> yeah. So we've really focused on instead of, you know, some of the smart lighting you see today looks like something out of Star Trek. We've designed products, uh, well, I'll show you, um, that look very um, like standard products that you would see. I'm not sure if you can see that. It's a standard paddle switch, beautiful, um, clean design, as opposed to you've seen some smart switches with flashing lights and blue ones and green. This is really a mass market product. Cool. Now, of course, if you're like me and you're a tech geek, you like to see an occasional LED or something, you know, it just kind of gives you the warm fuzzies. But that's not what it's about. If you're talking about replacing uh, a standard switch like the one you just showed us, and for those listening on the radio, as always, you can come and visit intotomorrow.com and you'll see the interview with Rob and, and see what he's showing in addition to the video that we're adding while he's talking about it. A lot of times it is a matter of, I want it to look like it did, only be smart now and give me some flexibility. I'm assuming same sort of thing with dimmers. You've got those round dimmer yes, type switches exactly. as well. We have a beautiful dial switch. Uh-huh. We have um, also a, a keypad. So what's so um, incredible about the keypad is it can be customized. So uh, one of your listeners can go online, select uh, maybe they want living room, dining room, kitchen, or low, medium, high. Mm. They snap that out. They get the custom etching. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, okay. Yeah, now we can. Your your camera focused on it somewhat. (laughs) And then snap that in. And they have a 
incredibly high-end switch and um, for a fraction of what you would pay with other vendors in the in the marketplace. Sure, and it now it's labeled, which is very helpful too. So anybody, even a visitor, come in doesn't have to say, "Well, what button do I push to turn that on?" It's labeled exactly. Just, just hit very the button. Good point. So, Dave, we focus to make smart lighting also simple. So, so you know, smart lighting in the past has been complex. People can't figure out which uh, how to work with the, their lighting system, and so what we've done is really focus on the mass market. So if you want to control your lights via voice, um, whether it's Google or Amazon, or you want to just control it via the phone or via touch, it's all very simple. So if you have a guest over or an Airbnb, they'll know how to um, work the lights. And of course, that was going to be one of my next questions is, can we use our, I always use air quotes, smart speakers uh, to to dim the lights with the Nokia Smart Labs uh, devices? And apparently we can, and it doesn't yeah, have to absolutely. be just one or the other. It's the two major ones. And that's what counts because a lot of folks have got one or the other in their homes these days. Absolutely. We've really focused on making sure that we interoperate with what consumers have in their home. That's really important because Consumers want to make sure it works with what they have and also maybe what they have in the future. So our system really puts the intelligence in the cloud. So in the future, let's say um, energy management services. So um, there are companies that will pay you for using less electricity during high usage periods. Mm -hmm. We can easily turn that on in our smart lighting system should the consumer want to opt into something like that. Yeah, good. I never want to be forced to do something like that. It's like, why are the lights going off? Or worse, the air conditioner. You know, we're in Miami and they, and Florida plunder and loot. I think it's actually Florida power and light, but what I call them. Uh, they want to be able to turn my air conditioner off during peak times. It's like, that's the last thing I want to do. I mean, <laughs> I, I pay you so to, for the comfort. Let me be comfortable. Uh, but the fact that you can opt in for some of those kind of things is very yes. helpful. Lighting yes. should certainly be among those kinds of things. I'm noticing a lot on your website, there's discussions about universal compatibility. Uh, and it kind of makes me wonder, does that mean it, it's helpful for folks that are uh, do-it-yourselfers? Does that mean it's better for the professional installers or maybe builders of new homes or that sort of thing. Tell me a little bit about this universal compatibility. Great question. So um, we, again, have focused on making it absolutely simple. So one, um, here's one of our competitors. They um, have 220 different stock keeping units, meaning devices. So if you have, let's say, uh, a fixture that's an on-off fixture, but you buy their dimmable switch, the light won't go on. Oh, so what we focused, what we mean, it's kind of like a universal remote control. We will work with what you have. So any bulb type, so whether it's halogen or LED or CFL or incandescent, any fixture type, so if it is a dimmable fixture or an on-off fixture, um, any voice assistant, Google or Alexa, any location, whether you're out of the house, in the house, or you just want to touch the light, um, and any configuration. So if you have uh, a light switch that just controls one light, or it's called a multipole, if you have a light at the top of the stairs and the bottom of the stairs, they have to work together. Mm-hmm. For the consumer, there's one universal switch. You plug it in, and it just works. For the electrician or for the home builder, there's one switch. So 
you come out to the, the consumer to install a new switch, you're guaranteed to satisfy your consumer as opposed to a truck roll back to the office. Oh, I pulled the wrong switch. Yeah. So that that's a very powerful for the end consumer. Again, making it really easy. We're chatting with Rob Lilliness, the chairman and CEO of Smart Labs, and invite you to visit their site at nokia.smartlabsinc.com. We're back with more with Rob as Into Tomorrow continues. Don't go away. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. We thank you for tuning in to tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the chairman and CEO of Smart Labs about their very cool new line of Nokia smart lighting products, Rob Lillinus. Rob, I love the future compatibility as well because that makes so much more sense to all of us. You know, you want to make sure that whatever you're doing uh, is affordable, makes sense, and of course has the ability to, to be upgraded as necessary. And if things are in the cloud, it's a simple matter of a little software update. And maybe we don't even know it, but all of a sudden it's doing something we wanted it to do before uh, that you've been able to accomplish. Uh, Absolutely. I I think that is terrific. Now, can these also uh, work with scheduling? Uh, You know, yeah, you can dim, you can turn on and off and that sort of thing. Can you set schedules with these uh, smart lighting products as well? You're coming home, you want them on, lights on or off certain times, that kind of thing? Yes. So one thing my wife asked me to do is... um, uh, in the morning when it's dark to have the lights just go on at 6 a.m. to a nice dim. Um, so, you know, no one trips going down the stairs. And then the kitchen lights turn on at about 20% of a dim at 6, 6 a.m. Huh. So it's it's a gracious way to wake up as opposed to you turn on the lights, it's bright. Um, or in the evening, you can even set your lights for your exterior lights, for example, to go on at about sunset. You can um, say sunset plus 60 minutes and go off at sunrise. So really automating the use and enjoyment of your lights. The other thing we can do is um, set scenes. So if you have uh, you want to set the lights at a certain um for like a dinner party or movie night with one touch or just say movie night, Alexa, turn on movie night, your lights can then set the mood. And so that enjoyment of light um, and is now just a, a click away. I'm glad you listened to your wife because it clearly can help many other people. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's a good sign. How does the uh, Nokia smart lighting dual mesh approach make a difference what is that and how does it benefit us as a user that's that's the most important thing which is thomas edison really set the uh, consumer expectation which is when you switch in, in 1880 when you switch the light on it go, it has to go on a lot of smart lighting you have this issue of um dead zones like with wi-fi dead zones yeah. so wireless only products you'll have dead zones so you know, the streaming of the video might stop or get a little jagged or 
um, you know, you have issues with that. The other um, issue is you have the um, you have physical barriers within a home. So um, wood, glass, HVAC ducting. So being able to penetrate that sort of is the issue with dead zones. The other thing we do is um, we the network satur- can get saturated. So I call it the Thanksgiving effect when all the family's over and people are booted off the network. Um, with our dual mesh network, we communicate not only wirelessly, but also with the existing wires in the home. So we're sort of the belt and suspenders of um, smart lighting. Um, so what that means is that when you tell Alexa or Google or, or your phone to turn on the lights, they will always go on. And we are the only ones in the market that have the dual mesh technology. I love it. And what a great analogy, the belt and suspenders of the, of the lighting industry. Kudos to you, Rob, and your team for, for working on that. Now, the most important question before we're completely out of time, what kinds of costs are we talking about? I know that you said you've reduced the expense dramatically. So can you give us an idea from what range to what range if folks are thinking of replacing some switches or dimmers or all of the above? Well, the 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 ranges are around thirty to uh, thirty nine to fifty nine dollars. But for uh, the, I think stepping back, it used to cost tens of thousands of dollars to have smart lighting in your home. Mm. We can do it for a couple of hundred to a few hundred dollars. So it is a dramatic shift that now everyone can enjoy a high end, high quality, incredibly robust uh, smart lighting system for a few hundred dollars. Ah. Love it. Uh, off the air, I'll wrestle you, wrestle your arm to get some for maybe the summer giveaway. We'll talk about that. No pressure now, no commitment. But uh, we invite our audience to visit nokia.smartlabsinc.com. And of course, we'll have the link at intotomorrow.com to get you there. But in the meantime, N-O-K-I-A, Nokia, dot smartlabsinc, as one word, I-N-C, Dot com. Rob, you're a delight to chat with. I like the cool things that you're doing with your products. I'm sure we're going to have you back soon because I'm sure you're going to have even more things to talk about in your smart lighting products, among other things. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Again, nokia.smartlabsinc.com for more. Visit us at intotomorrow.com and you'll have links to Rob and his team and what they're up to and all of our guests. And of course, Be sure to check out the videos if you're not doing so already as we speak. I'm Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow continues right here on the Advanced Media Network. Are you drowning in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 
There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. Call 800-213-5082. That's 800-213-5082. Did you know in advertisements for the iPhone, the time is almost always set at 9.41 a.m.? Well, that's the time of day that the original iPhone was introduced to the world by Steve Jobs long time ago. Interesting. Quite. Welcome back Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite Internet. If you'd like more info, just text the word radio to 35000. Again, text the word radio to 35000. And because it's just as easy for you to do... This next caller, Jim, calling in using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Jim. Dave, I'm seeking to build a solar generator, AC generator, and need a 1,000 to 3,000 watt inverter, a charge regulator, and a long cycling marine battery. Where's the best sources to get those and shop for it all? I would say the sun. If you're you're looking for that kind of stuff. I'm curious, though. It makes me wonder, what does he need that for? What's he going to use it for? you got to share that with us. Get off the grid. Well, yeah, that's good enough. (laughs) I mean, if you're like us, Florida plunder and loot uh, has been taking a lot of money from us, and it's only going to get worse. But, Jim, you can obviously go with the everything stores, of course, like Amazon and Walmart. But if you want to get some information and support someone who isn't already a billionaire, there are a few stores that specialize in that kind of equipment. Yeah, For anything solar, any shop that works on RVs or sailboats is a good bet. And they're real heavy users and have been relying on solar solar for many years. So you can probably find physical stores around you if you want to talk to someone who understands these systems, and it may be worth doing. There are some things to know about the types of panels, types of charge controllers, and the rest of the equipment if you want to get the most out of it. There are also details about the installation you should learn, like what needs to be vented because it may produce toxic fumes, what what needs some space to dissipate heat, and so forth. Yeah, gotcha. Now, online, you can try specifically specialty retailers like thesolarstore.com, or you can go directly to the big-name brands like uh, Renogy. Those have a big following, and they have pretty good modern websites with decent info. Depending on your budget, you can also opt for dropship-style unbranded gear. Um, If you get a good one, it'll perform just fine and cost you less, but the quality will vary. So you may be better off with a well-known brand that offers some kind of warranty since this gear is pretty expensive. Yeah, it is. And again, I'm still curious. I mean, you don't have to tell us, but just curious as to what you might be using it for because it might help others. But also, Jim, whenever anyone uses the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com, please be sure and let us know where you're joining us from and how you hear the show because that information is always helpful meantime we invite you to do what jim did hit that ask dave button at intotomorrow.com